It's happening. We're here. Time for a show. We are live. Live with a cat. See, there's the proof. Here's the tail. Call this the cat periscope. Lay down. Got coffee. I have a cat. Whether I want one or not. <sighs> Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Thursday. It's July 22nd, 2021. My name is Jeremy. This is my first cup of coffee. It's very hot. I hope you are well. I hope you had a fantastic Wednesday. I had a pretty solid day. Had some things that I didn't expect to go so well that went well. And just really just I'm I'm staying productive. I'm finding ways to remain productive. I did go ahead and uh, and upload another video slash audio podcast bonus episode. Rearrange some of those words to Patreon yesterday. So if you are one of our Patreon contributors, depending on your tier, you get access to those. We try to deliver as much as we can. And it's Thursday, which means there's another regular podcast episode coming. Let's let's see if it's out yet. Where's my phone? Did you eat my phone? I have no idea where my phone is. Oh, well, I guess we're, we're going to go back to the tablet for this. Tablet's got to boot up. Come on. There we go. Well, I will talk to you for a minute before I am able to tell. Uh, what else did I do yesterday? Started putting some thoughts in place for the Martial Arts Awards thing that we're going to do. Uh, posted some information about free training day that we're going to do. Sounds like people are flying in this time. We've not had that happen before. I'm pretty excited. And it sounds like a bunch of the scattered whistle kick behind the scenes team helper. We, we need a better name for this, for this wonderful group of people. Uh, sounds like a bunch of them will be here. And if they're coming in Friday night, then we might have to do something as a group Friday night just for them, not for the public. Stacy says, ping, does this make your phone buzz? I, I think I left it in the kitchen. I think it's in the kitchen. I think it was in the kitchen when I was, you know, making the coffee. Stacy, you got home last night. I, I, I was winding down my day, just about to put the phone up, and I saw a message from Stacy that she ended up on the wrong bus. I'm so sorry. Oh. Mm -hmm. Ah, well, that's good. What else did I do yesterday? I got out in the garden. I staked up the some peas and some beans. Whistle kick advisory team. We have a whistle kick advisory team, but it's more than that. It's not the same group. We'll come up with a name. And I tried to trap the woodchuck. It did not work yet. We will work on that. And there's another chipmunk back and he's eating my celery leaves. And apparently I think he's the one 
that's been eating the leaves off my pepper plants. Like, come on, dude. But, knock on wood, none of them have found the big garden. So, I think we're okay. The bugs have, but the mammals have not. Uh, is this thing done? I think it's done. I feel like there was more in my day. Lots of email. Holy cow. I'm so tired of the email. There's so many emails. I'm not tired of your emails. I'm not tired of good emails. I'm not tired of supportive or requests for help or any of those emails. I'm tired of spam. I'm tired of emails that don't need to exist. I actually emailed Andrew yesterday and, um, because he acknowledged something I sent him. And I said, just so you know, I, moving forward, I'm not going to be acknowledging emails. If the conversation has ended, I'm not going to send something back to officially close it. There's no need for that. Because it's just too many. So many. Right? What do we got? What do we got? Is it up? Is it up? Is it up? Julia showed me a draft. Ah, uh, I, I hope this one goes somewhere. I do. Episode 625, designing the best fighter in the world. In this episode, Andrew and I sit down and we think about what are all the things and where do they come from that if we were to, to imagine the best fighter, what would they be? What would they look like? How would they act? How would they train? How would they fight? Where does their fighting style come from, etc. And sorry, kids that hang out in the comments of every social media platform. We don't just say, take Muay Thai and BJJ and call it a day. That's what people seem to think is, is all you need. Not saying that's not an effective combination, but there's more than that. There's a lot more than that. And at the end of the episode, we don't say, well, you know, neither of us actually says that we are the best fighter ever. Again, unlike many people in social media comments. So check that episode out. Give us some feedback. Let us know what you think. You know, one of the things that we don't get nearly as much of that surprises me is the sort of respectful disagreement. We do have a few people out there, a few of you, some of you even watch this show, who are really good at saying, you know what, I like what you say, and I see your point here, but I disagree, and here's why. And that's my favorite stuff, because it leads to conversation, and it's an opportunity for us to get better. Not only uh, as an organization, but my own understanding. You know, here's a great example. I posted something. I posted a, a video on uh, TikTok yesterday of the, let's see, that was the third form that I learned. Pinyon Sanda. The third kata that I learned in, in the school I grew up in. And somebody asked me, he said, you know, what 
style does that come from? And I said, I think this comes from the Kyokushin roots. And he said, you know, we have Pinyon Sandan. I have a black belt in Kyokushin. It doesn't look anything like our version. Or it doesn't look like our version. He said, it looks more like the Shorinru version. I was like, oh, I wonder why. That's kind of neat. I'm going to have to email my old sensei and ask her. Where did, this, where did these come from? See? I learned something. Respectful conversation leads to education. It's a good thing. One of the things that's come in this new block schedule that I have, once a month I'll be making a new apparel item. I will be doing something this morning. I don't know what it'll be. Get that dialed in. If somebody has ideas, I'd love to hear them. It'll probably be a t-shirt because that's what we sell the most of. It'll probably be a new, new t-shirt design. Now, we will do a t-shirt design for free training day. I've got some ideas. I had some ideas as I was falling asleep. I was like, oh, we could do this. Or... And then I fell asleep. There was another idea that was pretty cool that I completely forgot about. I tried to announce it to my Google devices, and it just didn't work out. <laughs> they were being very unhelpful at that time. What else is done? Did a bit more on the flexibility program. That is going to be done. Everything that needs to be done to share it with someone will be done by the end of the day. There's not much left. Because I got people I got to share it with. I got, I got four words I got to get. I have to send it to professionals and say, hey, I need your stamp on this. I need you to write a couple pages. And that way, hopefully, people will believe me. Because when you upset the apple cart, no matter how many scientific references you throw at them, they say, bah, 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 bah. and they say it just like that. Bah, 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 bah. Uh, hmm. I could go back to sleep. Good. It's supposed to be nice out today. It's supposed to have good weather today, tomorrow, Saturday. I will be traveling a little bit this weekend for the first time in a year. I'm not going that far. But I will be. I will not be sleeping here Saturday night. I'm nervous about that with her. I've, I have put quite a bit of my life on hold. And I've got to try to find some balance even in this situation with her. So I don't lose my mind. Well, let's see what you guys gave me to talk about today. And if any of you watching live, there are some of you watching live, have things that you want to tack on or whatnot, drop them in the chat so I can practice the new put the comment on the air feature. We got today, we got tomorrow, and then Friday we go live with Facebook. So remember that. I got to be ready for these people. Excuse me. Any day tablet. There we go. Looks like today I've got questions from Jen and Frank and a whole bunch of recommendations to watch Loki. 
I have not watched Loki. I'm getting mixed things about Loki. I don't currently have Disney Plus. I'm over on HBO Max. I think I've mentioned that before. That I'm, Instead of having all the streaming services at once, I'm just going to have one. Because it's hundreds of dollars a year. Just have one, watch until there's nothing else to watch, and then grab another one. Doesn't that make more sense? I think so. That's why I'm doing it. But I think I'll rotate back to Disney Plus after after this month month of HBO Max. Um, here we go. Thank you both to Jen and Frank. All right. So Frank's got some stuff about the Olympics. Uh, let's do, I'm going to read Frank's stuff first and then Jen's stuff, because I think Jen's stuff is more likely to throw me off. Okay. Or throw me into a, a, a tangent. We got we to gotta watch those tangents. I don't come back from them easily. The Summer Olympics are just around the corner. Here are some facts about the Olympics this year. The opening ceremonies will be tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. And that is, if I remember correctly, yes, tomorrow, Friday, 7 a.m. Spectators are not allowed this year because of COVID restrictions. And here's a schedule of some events that might interest our audience. Archery is Friday through Saturday. Oh, through Saturday the 31st. Wow. Boxing is Friday through Sunday, August 8th. Gymnastics, Friday through Tuesday the 3rd. Judo. Friday through Saturday the 31st, karate, Wednesday through Saturday the 7th. We'll talk about karate in a second. Taekwondo, Friday through Tuesday, wrestling, Saturday through the following, Saturday the 31st through Saturday the 7th. Okay, let's talk about karate for a second. This is the first year. It is a demonstration sport. Where it will go from here, I don't know. Being that it is in Japan, being that it is a COVID year, you know, that it, things are unsettled, being that there are no spectators, that might actually be a good thing. If you remember how Taekwondo went in 88 as a demo, it didn't go so well. But through some, some politics, some, some backdoor deals, it ended up getting pushed through and ultimately made an official Olympic sport. And if you want to read up on that, the place where I pulled all that from was A Killing Art, which is a, a absolutely great book. Alex Gillis, he's been on the show. Check it out. It's a phenomenal book. Whether or not you're a Taekwondo practitioner, it's a, it's a wonderful read. Have those of you watching live, have you, have you read that book? Stacey, you've read that, haven't you? Uh, I think the challenge is that the world at large is going to have a hard time distinguishing between Taekwondo sparring and karate sparring. Now, those of us who practice martial arts, that's easy. We can totally see the difference in, in, you know, a quick perusal of the rule set. They're completely different combat sports. 
but the average person is going to look at it and say, this is an MMA because that's most of what the average person has seen. John says, really liked, a, here, I'm going to practice this. John says, really liked a killing art. And Stacy says, that was a great book. It really was. I'm more worried about forums, about kata, about kata comp competition from the karate events. Because the average person is not going to be able to watch that and have the same reaction. When people watch, when people watch gymnastics, they go, wow, that's crazy. I could never do that. It's impressive. And that's where they find value. Same thing with figure skating. These are subjective uh, performances, just like forms. But the majority of traditional martial arts the, the things that make them difficult are not as initially obvious. So I'm worried about that. There were a couple more that, that Frank didn't include on here. Well, maybe just one. Fencing, I believe fencing is still in there. So if you think about wrestling, fencing, karate, taekwondo, judo, boxing it's a lot of it's a lot of combat sports they're all different you know they're all different as martial artists we probably find value the differing value in all of them i want to see all of them there but i believe there are a fixed number of events that they can have so i i believe in order for karate to remain actually no no i don't i think i'm making that up I don't know if that's true. They've been adding others. I think this is also the first year for skateboarding and surfing. Sports where the casual observer can watch and say, I don't know anything about this, but wow, that was impressive. Yeah. We'll see if there's even a way to watch the karate competition. And see if it's more or less stuffy than your typical competition. My guess is more. I'm working on it. I've got a way. I've got a way. All right. Doing the best I can. There's only, there's only so much that I can do. You know, when I put up those those posts personally or we mentioned something on the air, you know, could use this person or that person. If there were another dozen people right now that came forward and said, hey, Jeremy, I, I've got you five hours a week. I could easily find a project for you. I think of projects much faster than we get them done. Most of the things that we're tackling are, are big. They're, they're really big. This awards thing that we're starting to talk about, it's massive. Absolutely massive. I've got time carved out tomorrow to start laying out the groundwork. All right. And Jen says, in response to the question, what is the first thing you would teach an eight-year-old beginning student? Kaju Kenbo founder, Sijo Adriano Emperado said, I would teach them judo first. 
teach them how to roll, fall, throw, be comfortable on the ground. When a bully comes up to them, if they punch the bully, they're going to get in trouble. If they throw the bully to the ground, roll around, know how to control them without ever striking, they're going to show the bully they can handle themselves. And then when they get older, then when you know they can understand the use of force, then you teach strikes. I've been intrigued about, I've been thinking about this and intrigued to know your thoughts. It's a wonderful question. I think back to my time, my original time training. Uh, I started when I was four. And I'm thinking there was one other person who was pretty young. First girl I ever had a crush on when I was six, seven, I think six. And I remember sparring with her. I have the very quick snapshot memory. And we used to just wander around and kick each other in the groin. I was too young for it to matter. It didn't hurt. The little kids. I also remember some other things where my where peers in certain environments were able to hijack my skill. Uh, there, there's one incident in particular that I'm not proud of at all. Um, I'm not going to talk about it. It didn't really hurt anyone, but I could have. But that could have also happened with judo or jujitsu or boxing or anything else. Kids are going to screw up. They're going to mess up. They're going to punch the bully in the face. They're going to get in trouble. It's all going to happen. In the current environment, I can't imagine that in a sotogari to a bully is going to result in any different disciplinary action than defending oneself with you know, punching or kicking, which is a shame because one has much more of a potential really hurting someone. I think when we talk about teaching someone who's really young, I think the most important stuff has nothing to do with the, the physical discipline or the, the physical skills. I think it has to do with the other stuff around it, especially in today's environment. It's about discipline. It's about respect. It's about consistency. It's about hard work and connecting the dots between hard work and skill development. These are lessons that I think are really important. And I think that the people who are standing on the soapbox screaming about young children not being able to defend themselves and thus their martial arts education being irrelevant until they're more or less an adult, I think they're missing the point. If you enroll your kid in soccer or basketball or any other number of, of team sports, they're going to learn some things and they're going to learn some of the things I just mentioned, but they're not going to learn how to stand on their own in the same way that a typical kids martial arts class is taught. 
which is why I am so big on kids training, regardless of the style, even regardless of the quality of the instructor. Sure, I want them to train at a better school, but I'd rather them train at a terrible school. As long as they're having fun, then at no school. Terrible school or no training, truly. As long as they're safe and they're having fun. That's really what matters to me because they're going to pick up some of that other stuff in a way that they're not going to pick it up most other places. You know, I did plenty of, of team sports as a kid and mostly what they did was reinforce social strata for me and really just cemented my place athletically as bottom rung. Now, that stuff I'm more or less over because, you know, I see what those people have become. The people who were the best athletes, well, you know, uh, no disrespect to any of them, but they couldn't do now what they did then. I can do more now than I could then. So that's okay. But if we were really to choose let's let's imagine we had any physical any any martial art that we could teach a young child see i'm not so keen on judo because of brain development and the fact that even if you're being gentle to people if you've been if you've done any judo you know that once in a while somebody catches you and just the, the, the trajectory you fall at, it, oof, it's jarring. It's not good. It's not good for the brain. Is it going to happen out and about? Yeah. You know, kids are going to fall. They're going to get banged up. But adding anything that is likely to induce whiplash, that makes me nervous. And the younger the kid, the more nervous I am. The brain develops until 25. I don't know if anybody knows that. Which is why if we had the opportunity to have a great big shift in the way that we handle alcohol, electronics, any of those things, if I could wave a magic wand, I would want everyone to wait. You know, I wouldn't want to restrict them, but I would want them to wait until 25 before they did that. Anyway, marijuana, it, it all has a, a small impact. It builds up and the younger people start, the more dramatic the impact is. So I think, and maybe this is just my own personal bias. I think striking art. I think that's where I'm going. Karate, Taekwondo. Could be boxing, depending on the way it's taught. There's a lot that kids can learn without getting beat on. And I think that that's the key. Know, knowing where that line is takes a good instructor. How hard can we hit these kids to help them understand what it's like if they get into a scuffle? Because, hey, an eight-year-old could easily get picked on by a 10 or a 12-year-old. A 12-year-old's going to be able to hit a heck of a lot harder. Where's the line between helping them and hurting them, between respecting their age and not preparing them, 
right? Like it, there's a there's a lot in there. So I think that I I think I disagree, but I can certainly understand the case for teaching judo or something else as a grappling art early on. Good stuff. Thanks, Jenny. Thanks, Frank. Are you going to watch the Olympics? Let me know in the comments. Let me know what you're doing. Do you care? I am not willing to entertain any sort of political conversation around the Olympics. Uh, it's a shame it's become politicized, but then again, so has everything in our world. And if, uh, as always, we don't talk politics on this show because plenty of other places to go for that. This ain't one of them. We don't do politics. I hope you have a good day. I hope you leave me stuff to talk about for tomorrow. And I hope to see you bright and early, 6.30. Check out today's episode. Check out the Patreon if you are a Patreon contributor. And if you're willing to jump in, if you're not already, patreon.com slash whistlekick. Thanks, everybody. Have an awesome day.